The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Curse of the Superhero. I'm Jason Horton. I'm Rebecca Lieb. And this is Ghost Town. A Hollywood actor has been sentenced now for attacking his roommate with a sword and killing him. A judge in Lancaster sentenced this man, Ricardo Medina, to six years in prison. Medina appeared in the popular children's TV series Power Rangers, and he pleaded guilty to stabbing Josh Sutter to death with a sword in 2015 after an argument. Well, today the victim's family talked about their pain. We also hope that everyone that looks at Ricardo from now on will never see him as a celebrity, but as nothing more than a cold-blooded killer. Prosecutors say the two were arguing about Medina's girlfriend. I watched Power Rangers when I got home from school with my little brothers. It was more for them, but I was definitely one of those people that was exposed to a lot of Power, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the original incarnation, for a lot of my middle school into high school life. Four bowls of cereal, watching this show. And I had no idea at the time and then throughout the rest of my life that there was such a, like, stigma attached to it. Like It's like the poltergeist curse. It's very uh, dark and all of these things are happening pretty much in a span of, like, 10 years, I would say. And very violent, deadly things. They're like child stars, but older. And when you represent a superhero, probably mm-hmm. the pressure is like, well, everything you do must be heroic exactly like you have this persona to to uphold but then i think about it too and i'm like it's a show that ran for a really long time of course you're gonna get some bad things happening during a show that has such a like a long lifespan but this is a lot i will say this is a, a fair amount of nefarious stuff happening again in a very short period of time so let's get into it i'm gonna give you a little power rangers review for those of you who didn't care it was off your radar. That that would be, be me. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm familiar culturally, but I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't 
Yeah. I wasn't doing that. I don't know what I was. It was definitely like people who watched, especially, I mean. It's like mid-90s we're talking about. Later than that, Later I would that? say. Oh. And it went into the 2000s. And I think it felt very like Pokemon type experience for like my little brothers. They were, they were very into, they were very into all that paraphernalia. So it first aired on August 28th, 1993. I guess, okay. So early into later, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers debuted on Fox and was a huge hit. It became a phenomenon after it sold so many toys. It had all of these offshoots. Um, But again, it had a really dark history that centered around a lot of the people that were involved. Um, It consists of 27 television seasons of 20 different theme series and had three films in 1995, 1997, and 2017. That's pretty current. Um, Each series and a movie essentially had the same premise. They revolve around a team of kids or young adults recruited and trained by a mentor to do what the title of the show says, morph into Power Rangers and fight evil in spandex with special powers and gigantic assault machines called Zords to overcome different antagonists. Each ranger had a unique color, a helmet design, weapon. They had some minor styling differences and had different powers like psychic abilities or invisibility when enemies grow to incredible sizes, as they pretty much always do in every episode, rangers will use their individual zords, those machines that they have attributed to each of them, to combine into a larger megazord. I think I, I always wondered, I was like, part? well, I remember, like, you're going to get to this part anyway. Why don't you just start with this? Yeah. <laughs> just start. <laughs> we know. Yeah. Big and mighty. Right away, instead well, of... it's like a design show. I know, yeah. They're going to end with a beautiful... Sure, yeah. House. It wouldn't be much of a show you if you just... got to go on a journey. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, Power Rangers can only use their powers for good, and they can't use them for personal gain or disclose their identities, which, you know, is difficult when they're all kind of like wily teenagers. In the original series, the wizard Zordon recruits teenagers with attitude... That's a quote. To be rangers against Rita Repulsa, an evil kind of humanoid alien witch who lives in a space dumpster, plus her large army of monsters. Um, so that is the premise. That's the that's the Power Rangers. It's always like that. It's never not like that. The cast rotates. There's usually like five, like three to six Power Rangers. Sometimes there's a special one. You know, sometimes one of them goes away you know like it's it's always the same um so most famously i think if you think about the power rangers you think about tragedy is the death of the yellow ranger which was pretty uh well publicized it also like wasn't that far it was in uh september 3rd 2001 is when she she died so it was not too far after the popularity of her seasons of power rangers uh her name was trini kwan she was the yellow ranger and on September 3rd, 2001, she was to be a bridesmaid to former actress model Angela Rackwood, the ex-wife of 21 Jump Street's Dustin Ngayan. I think that's how it, his name is. I know that is, yeah. yeah. That's more my 21 Jump Street's yeah. move. See, kind we're, of my we're world. linking worlds yeah. now. The two women were passengers in a car traveling on the five between San Francisco and Los Angeles. They were returning late at night from their visit with Angela's maid of honor, and the driver, another one of Angela's bridesmaids, lost control of the vehicle. The car swerved violently across the road before hitting a roadside rock face, flipping several times before hitting the safety rail and plunging over the bank. 
horrible. You think fell asleep or? I don't know. Like, again, it, the five is so long and it's very flat. It's you can not zone the scenic out. route. Yeah, yeah. Of, it's a quicker going, route. Yeah, exactly. When you're going from San Francisco to LA or, or vice versa, you, there's the yeah, the one one which is like beautiful, like craggy rocks, ocean sides. And there's the five, which goes through like pretty much like animal mills and garlic fields and lettuce fields and stuff like that. So late at night, you know, you're tired, you're doing all this like bride stuff, maybe something happens. Um, Angela, who claimed that both she was wearing a seatbelt or not wearing a seatbelt in different interviews, survived despite being thrown out of the vehicle through a window before its final impact. As a result, though, she is a quadriplegic. Trang, who it is believed wasn't wearing a seatbelt, died in the crash before reaching the hospital due to internal injuries she had sustained. The driver was didn't suffer any lasting injuries, but it hasn't been confirmed whether she was wearing a seatbelt or not, what her deal was. Um, the episode Circuit Unsure of Power Rangers Time Force was dedicated to Trini Kwan, uh, her Thai Trang's memory. Many of her castmates um, from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers attended her funeral. Castmate and close friend Amy Jo Johnson, who plays Kimberly Hart, the Pink Ranger, spoke at her funeral. Really, really sad. Um, she died very young horrific death so i think if you hear about the power rangers and tragedy you probably heard about her death because she is also kind of the canonical like foundational cast member also in that cast jason david frank or tommy the green ranger slash white ranger had a tragedy happen to him and he was not at her funeral because he was at his brother eric ray frank's funeral his older brother died at age 29 of an unspecified illness Jason got his brother Eric a job as a grip on the show, and he worked on the show, kind of got along with everybody, became embedded in the show, and he eventually played the on-screen long-lost brother of Tommy in Power Rangers Zeo. This happened because Eric was, again, really well-liked on set, caught the eye of Douglas Sloan, the supervising producer of the show, who also was an acting coach for a lot of the people on, on the set and on cast, and gave Eric kind of a shot to act. He... Took the He took the job and he was doing great. And again, everyone was kind of like really impressed by him. And he was supposed to be written in as the Golden Ranger before he died. And I can't find anything in what the unspecified illness even is. It's very mysterious. It's very weird and very tragic too. Think about a guy whose younger brother gets this great opportunity. His younger brother's like, I'm going to take you with me. You know, works really hard, gets noticed, gets a job, and then is slated to be essentially like a one of the main spinoff characters on another show, like, or on another show and part of the narrative of the Power Rangers. It's really, really sad. So now let's move on to a lesser known Power Ranger actor, former child actor, Skylar uh, DeLeon, or DeLeon. DeLeon, I'm going to say it like that, began acting in small parts in commercials as a kid. At age 14, he appeared in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers as an uncredited extra in the episode Second Chance. As an adult, he struggled to remember lines. His career faltered. At age 20, he joined the Marines. He left 15 days later and then formally was dishonorably discharged. Couldn't find out anything beyond that, but already off to a rocky start post-Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Skylar DeLeon answered an ad for a yacht for sale from Thomas Hawks, a retired probation officer and bodybuilder. He and his wife, Jackie, owned a 55-foot yacht, The Well-Deserved, which they treated as their permanent home, and they sailed around the world for two years in it. They were selling it to be closer to their family and grandchild. The couple was initially cautious of DeLeon, but they became more warm to him when he brought along his then-pregnant wife, Jennifer, and their other child to a kind of a ship meet-and-greet, I guess? 
The Hawks were last seen alive on the morning of November 15, 2004, headed out of the harbor with DeLeon and his girlfriend. The at returned, but the Hawks did not. Soon, police got involved. On November 26, 2004, an attempt was made to access the Hawks' bank account from Mexico. The family was notified and filed a missing persons report when the Carlsbad Police Department um, took in that uh, information. And everyone was getting a lot more freaked out about the whole thing. On November 29th, the police interviewed Skylar DeLeon. He told them that he bought the boat from the Hawks' and showed them proof of purchase documents. He stated to the police that the Hawks' left in their car with the money, denied being in their car, and named Alonzo Machain as witness to the purchase. The reason that he bought the boat, he claimed, was that he intended to launder money related to an armed burglary in 2002 for which he had been convicted. Now, I'm not sure why he would say that, that he was going to launder money related to something that of his past record. I think that that information was brought up maybe later in this case, um, trying to recoup. In any case, I don't think that's why this happened. In March 2005, after initially fleeing to Mexico and then returning, Machain confessed to the crime. He was arrested in connection with the couple's disappearance, along with DeLeon and DeLeon's wife, Jennifer, um, wife, girlfriend, Skylar DeLeon initially maintained his innocence, claiming that he was not present at the time and speculating that the Hawkses were killed over a drug deal gone bad. A lot of ideas flinging around here. Authorities allege that during a sea trial of the boat in Newport Beach Harbor, DeLeon masterminded a plan and got his accomplices to help. They bound and gagged the couple and threw them overboard, tied to the yacht's anchor. DeLeon's wife, Jennifer, was found guilty on two counts of first-degree murder on November 17, 2006, after four hours of jury deliberation. She now called herself Jennifer Henderson since she divorced Skylar only a few months after the murders. She was sentenced to two life terms without the possibility of parole. She is currently incarcerated at the Central California Women's Facility. But she is single. She is single. So I'm just trying to, you know. Correct. Yeah. She is single. She's been through a lot. She needs a shoulder to cry on, maybe a prison pen pal, which I considered doing for a long time. While awaiting trial in jail, Skylar DeLeon was also charged with soliciting another inmate to murder his abusive father and his cousin. Once you're in jail, it doesn't stop. This guy never stops. He was also accused of killing John Jarvie, a resident of Anaheim, who was found dead in Mexico in 2003. DeLeon's father and cousin, who was charged as an accessory to the Jarvie murder, are considered important witnesses in both murder cases. On March 13, 2008, DeLeon partially severed his penis with a razor blade while being held in jail. It gets worse. After receiving medical attention, he was returned to jail the following day. In an interview with ABC's 2020, DeLeon indicated that he attempted to cut off his penis because he wanted to be a woman. Defense lawyers claim that DeLeon's need for money to finance a sex change operation was the motivation for the Hawks' murders. Oh, that's a lot. That's a lot, I will say. It's a lot to unpack. It really is. On October 20th, DeLeon was convicted of three counts of first-degree murder with special circumstances for financial gain and multiple victims. On November 6th, 2008, the jury rendered a death verdict. He's on death row at San Quentin as we speak. The bodies of Thomas and Jackie Hawks, unfortunately, have never been found. A real light note to take a break on? Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> nice and light. Today's episode is sponsored by Best Fiends. I have to tell you about Best Fiends. It's the game everyone is talking about. I love it because it's the perfect break from true crime research, weird history research, UFO research. It still really challenges my brain because it's a puzzle game, and I love solving puzzles. 
but it's a casual game so it doesn't stress me out, which is perfect these days. And lately I've been using it as a fun way to connect with my friends and family while still social distancing like me. I haven't seen my brother in a while, so I've been playing Best Fiends with him, and it's fun to casually compete with him since we can't do it in person. Best Fiends updates the game monthly with new levels and events so it never gets old. Best Fiends does not require internet to play, so you don't need to worry about Wi-Fi access or using your cell data. When I need a break from editing, my go-to is Best Fiends. Engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. Trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can live out your MasterChef dreams. When you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hello. Hi. How are you? Hi. Checking in. This is us. Hello. Checking it's us. You. It is us. Let us be your sounding board. Yeah. Can Or can you be ours? I'll be your mirror. Yeah. If somebody, <laughs> somebody do. Yeah, that was... <laughs> Yes, I have to talk about the book again. Yeah, uh, that's book okay, though. That is, it's it's okay, right? I mean, yeah. I, I, I try to make it as minimal as possible, but I have to talk about it. But giving away five copies, there's a link wherever you're listening to this podcast, mm-hmm. and you could win a free copy, or you can find it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, plenty of indie bookstores. You can go to ghosttownpod.com slash book, check it out. Rebecca wrote the forward. If I did. you if you want a uh, if you want a signed copy, ooh, I don't know why you know. I mean, maybe you want a signed copy from me or us or whatever that can, that could yeah. happen. We just just let us know and we'll 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 figure that out. But I'll find uh, a pen. Yeah, so if you it's abandoned in historic Los Angeles, neon and beyond, you can find it everywhere. And if you want to get it on Amazon, you'll have it by the day it comes out. I think if you pre-order it now, you'll have it on uh, the day it comes out. And yeah, what is that? September twenty eighth. Twenty eighth. Yeah, so you'll have it. You'll have it then. And I got excited. I geeked out a little bit. I don't know if you're familiar with the band, The Specials. Mm-hmm. If you're into that second wave ska, mm-hmm. it's gonna be second wave ska. Uh, the bass player told me he's like, I just pre-ordered your book, and I was like, That's, I can die now. I, so <laughs> I mean, it's like, never would have. I don't know. Just to me, that was very, very, very exciting. And also, Patreon.com/slash Ghost Town Pod. That's right. Tons of bonus episodes at oh this point. Goodness. So many and. 
advanced and ad-free episodes. Mm-hmm. There should be another new. I found very probably one of the ones that disturbed me the most. Uh, it will it'll be on Patreon. I've, Rebecca doesn't know what it I is. I don't know yet. what it is yet, and I am dying. But she will know by the time you're listening to this right now. Yes. And it's available patreoncom pod. You can't I, unknow that address, and you can't unknow. I have an- another. I, I I'm going to ask more of people. I'm just putting it out there. I just want to take, take, take and give nothing in return. Okay. Or you can say that was something in return. It's free. <laughs> I'm kind of rebooting my YouTube channel, which once upon a time was successful. But I was like, oh, I want to promote the good word of Ghost Town. So I'm just taking episodes that I, I really liked. And um, my friend David Prater is doing a really great job editing them. And he's making them making them seem really interesting mm-hmm. with, with they are with really the, interesting with the my editing face. is very good the editing is very very yeah. good and you can find that at youtube.com slash ghost town pod if you can subscribe or give them the thumbs up and actually i just did one on action parks so yes. part three, the i added some new information because the director reached out and he says mm-hmm. he liked our episode that's a, that is so when when people who are so intimately affiliated with something we talk about uh, reaches yeah. out to say that they like and they it, weren't mad at it. Yeah, I'm always like just concerned that they're like you piece of garbage, yeah, was, rip off, yeah, yeah. imposter. No, he really he liked it, and you know because you know we did the first one, and he mm-hmm. reached out after that. He's like, I'm doing Class Action Park, mm-hmm. which you should be checking out. And it yeah. seems like people like it's getting around if you like Facebook or whatever people Definitely. are talking about, it. and I think that's really really great. So I was like. I wanted him to record some audio, but he just mm-hmm. gave me uh, some things that were not in the documentary. <gasps> and you could find that. It will be out very, very soon at youtube.com slash Jason Horton. Amazing. Check that out. So I wanted to add, so it's not just like regurg- regurgitating no. the same thing. This is like a fun scavenger hunt of information. Go Class Action Park. Listen to our episode. Nice. Go to Jason's YouTube. <laughs> you can put it all together. You can be an authority in Action Park. Don't you want that? <laughs> What are you going to do with it? I don't know. Who cares? Yeah. We- <laughs> don't even go to a trivia competition with it. It's too obscure. <laughs> it's too obscure. Yeah. <laughs> you'll just know. You'll sleep better. Yes. You'll sleep easier. Just do it. And for those who gave us a nice rate and review on Apple oh, Podcasts, we appreciate it. And we will it. have some more for our starting with the Alderman uh, Patreon. We'll we got have some Aldermans. We got some Aldermans. We got a couple of Aldermans. Oh. We have a couple of mayors. Yeah. So hello to our mayors, Brandon mm-hmm. Gaddis, Jeanette Link, Ben mm-hmm. Forsyth, and Ashley Matson <gasps> in the house. Brand oh spanking new uh, mayor shaking. This it town will up. have order if it's the death of them. <laughs> but we have a new series where we kind of take on documentaries and our mm-hmm. take on them. And the one that we've been watching, ooh, baby, ooh, oh, oh, baby, ooh, we're gonna tell you what it is. No, but it's so good. Oh God, I can't. Get and that starts at the alderman level and yes. up, and our beloved governor, mm-hmm. beloved, beloved uh, governor, Chris Witt. Love Hello. Him. Hello, hello. He should have his t-shirt hopefully by now. Yeah, I hope so <laughs> too. It takes a little while to get the t-shirts apparently, uh-huh. or it staggers depending on where you live. Yeah. But we do have shirts. They're great. They're great. So hello to all of them. Hello mm-hmm. to all our patrons. Thank you so much. It Thank helps. you. 
uh, keep things going. Donated some. I just took donated some of the money to the. There's a water fund for. It's just been very hot and and LA, been, you know if for you everybody. Yeah. So there's a water fund. I donated some of the money to it. I didn't ask. I just did it because yeah. it's very hot. And, it's so hot. It was. Um. I'm not. We don't even live in the hottest part of LA. Yeah. It was 112 degrees yeah, yesterday, which is oppressively hot. Yeah. Um. We are oppressed in Los Angeles. We are <laughs> oppressed here. My air conditioning is oppressing me <laughs> yeah so but uh we hope you're you're you're, you're staying safe and mm-hmm. and you're staying hydrated and um you're keeping it together yeah keep it together if you can but really your only job i've talked about this with a lot of people is to not get people sick and not get sick yourself that's it that's all we ask that's all we ask except for the 10 Plus other the things Patreon, we, yeah the, the 10 YouTube, things we ask subscribing the rate and review oh, and tell me i'm pretty uh, could you yes yeah, tell jason t- he's pretty and yeah. just venmo me yeah that's all i want <laughs> uh, we're gonna jump to 2015 with another power ranger actor a much bigger well much bigger than an extra let's say who killed people on a boat ricardo medina jr played cole evans the red wild force ranger on power rangers wild force and later decker the half human cursed nightlock in power ranger samurai which was an animated version on New Year's Eve, 36-year-old Ricardo Medina got into a fight with his roommate, Josh Sutter, in their Green Valley, California apartment that's close to Palmdale, if you know L.A. area. They had only lived there for two months. The actor and Sutter had been arguing about Medina's girlfriend parking outside of their home, which happens. Parking is precious, and things got heated. The argument started in the kitchen, and then Medina and his girlfriend ran into Medina's bedroom and locked the door. Sutter knocked down the door, and at that point, Medina picked up a samurai sword that he kept next to his door and fatally stabbed Sutter in the abdomen. Medina called emergency services, and Sutter was pronounced dead upon arrival at the hospital. Medina was initially held on a $1 million bail. No charges were filed against him from the district attorney due to requests on further investigation, so he was released on February 3, 2015. Medina claimed that he stabbed Sutter in self-defense after Sutter forced open the door of Medina's bedroom. This is, a, this is also just like a bad, bad situation. Feel like it, something that like was silly, like parking escalated into a human dying. How does that happen in a matter of by like sword? minutes? By sword? By that's samurai a, sword? That's a pretty intense, I mean, there's, you know, that's not like, like a knee-jerk reaction. Yeah. No. I mean, and again, I, I feel like. I could be wrong. I don't really know. Just from my research, it's like these two like aggro guys with when a weapon is thrown into the mix, something bad's going to happen. Um, Medina was originally charged with murder, but it was taken down to manslaughter. Still, he received a maximum sentence after moving uh, a moving testimony from Sutter's family. Put this killer in general prison population so he will see and feel the same fear that Joshua must have felt. The victim's father, Donald Sutter, said. On March 30th, 2017, Medina was sentenced to the maximum of six years in prison. He's in jail right now as we record this. Again, really, like, tra- like this is one where it's not like two people are getting killed. In- like, this just feels like a just bad aggro moment in these two people's lives and someone gets killed. It just feels, I'm frustrated by it kind of a thing. So then we have another tragic. The tragedies keep coming. We're in the wave pool of tragedies, but don't worry. We're, we're getting through it together. In December 2019, after a name suppression order, which I didn't realize existed, was lifted, the domestic violence case against 
uh, Pua Magasiva, who played Shane Clark, the Red Ranger from Power Rangers Ninja Storm. Magasiva met his wife, Elizabeth Sadler, a teacher, in April of 2018 on Instagram. While the abuses started early, uh, his wife was silenced because coming out, he always said, would hurt his career. In June of last year, after spending an evening at the Takapuna restaurant with his friends, the couple reached a boiling point. It led Magasiva to assaulting his wife, which included spitting in her face and putting her in a headlock. In April 2019, he was convicted of domestic assault. Puas was sentenced to 70 hours of community work and six months of supervision. According to his wife, he had engaged in a regular pattern of abuse, concussed her three times, and threatened to harm her, himself, and their daughter if she went to the police. She claimed to have later found a diary belonging to him showing, quote, pages full of haunting images, tortured thoughts, and self-loathing, and admitting that he had always been very violent and very angry. On May 11, 2019, Pua Magasiva died of a suspected suicide in a hotel room in Wellington, New Zealand. His widow stated that he attacked her in a drunken rage the night he died. That's another really sad, yeah. really bad piece of information relating to the Power Rangers. Now I have some quick ones for you. Again, not as detailed, not as violent, but tragic nonetheless. Michiko Soga, who was the franch who was with Power Rangers since the beginning, like in the franchise in Japan, through like almost every incarnation and rebranded as Rita Repulsa again, a very iconic villain, the most popular one in the Power Rangers franchise, died of pancreatic cancer at age 68. She was found alone in her apartment, very tragic. The actor who portrayed Zordon, Robert L. Manahan, who was just like, if you remember Zordon, which I didn't, he's just like a head on a stage who bestowed the Rangers their powers and kind of like served as their alien mentor. He died of a heart aneurysm at age 43. Actor Walter Jones, who played Zack, is missing his middle finger on his left hand. It's hard to notice the ranger suits have gloves, so you can't really tell. But when he's out of his costume, you can see it. Rumors circulated the actor lost his finger on set, but he did not. He was in an accident at age four, and that is not Power Ranger related. And still, he, you know, he became a Power Ranger, which involves, you know, your fists and, mm-hmm. and, and being athletic and stuff like that. So that's a... That's a big Yeah, triumph, that's a, you know, a big feat. Yeah. So I wanted to leave you with that one, which is like a little bit, again, a little bit lighter than perhaps the other things. But I was also thinking about why this might have happened. Like, why this happened? Why does this curse exist more generally? I have a a theory, and this is, Mm -hmm. I'm going to generalize big time. Big time generalization happening. One, there's a lot of people, a lot of, you know, kind of rotating cast or, you know, Mm -hmm. people come and go and there's different parts of the franchise, I think, too. So it's it's a wide net of people, but... It is also a very, I guess you want to say athletic mm-hmm. kind of like you you know use the word agro. It is an aggro thing, you know. Yeah. What I mean, it, it's it's you know you're a superhero, and you know probably they're not probably pretty fit people, mm-hmm. and maybe with that possibly things come along with that. I don't I, yeah. you know again it's, it's, again huge generalization because plenty of people sure. that don't that do don't it. ever do that, and I I don't know what goes you know. Do people use steroids or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, growth hormones? Yeah. Things that, that you know, alter your – might alter your state. You know what I mean? That, you know, that messing with, you know, your testosterone or hormones or whatever. And again, speculation because I knew – and this is the only one thing I knew before is uh, Jason David Frank. This isn't bad, mm-hmm. but he was a, an M- MMA fighter. I don't yeah. know if he still is. And, uh, and, and this is not what I'm saying about him. But it's that kind of, you know, world that you – kind of live in and not for him, but maybe some of the other people that 
it might come along with it again, generalize, uh, totally gen- generalizing yeah. the whole thing. And, and, I totally agree with that. Yeah. I think you know you're like an action star. But plus, you're- plus you're an you know you're a, an actor and a performer. Mm-hmm. Stresses me, you know, coming at different levels. You yeah, know, you're not above or below any of that. Totally, and I think. Like this show in particular, it's not like you're like you're on a network, but like you're not a TV star in the way that we think of TV stars. Very high profile. You're not very high profile. You're on a kids show. It's pretty popular. So you're like making okay money, but you have to stay fit. You're young. Like, again, I don't know. Like Maybe you're making more money than you've had before. Yeah. But I think there's probably a, you're, you know, to the people that are huge fan, and I think it probably has a huge cult-like fan base. You know, I don't know if they have conventions or mm-hmm. whatever. So... The level, you know, what is a star and the pressure of being a star is is contextual. Yeah. I think, I guess, maybe. So that might, you throw that into there. I don't know. Yeah, I definitely think so. Um, but you're right, like the rotating cast and, you know, just kind of like making assumptions about union, non-union, the amount of money that they were getting, like still not feeling like super secure, I would think. Yeah, what you need, like what is required of you to be a part of something like this. And then people and have lives and backgrounds that... Mm-hmm. You know, everyone, you know, comes from as a different road they take to get mm-hmm. there. And how does that play in? And, yeah. and they're just, you know, human beings with flaws and, and fault and stuff like that. So you just mix that all up and, you know, mm-hmm. and you get um, the curse of the Power Rangers, I guess. <laughs> That's what you get. Wrap that up. Didn't I? Okay. <laughs> You can live out your MasterChef dream when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs, or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.